Man. Morning. Morning, bro. <laughs> welcome back. Thanks, man. Back in GR. Both, both you welcome back and welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> welcome back, listeners. <laughs> and listeners, welcome back me, please. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone give me a welcome. Drop a drop a welcome back in the comments. <laughs> in chat. Yeah, yeah. In our Discord channel. It's it's uh sleeting outside currently. It's a nasty one today. Brutal. But today is the day the Lord has made. Amen. So I will rejoice and be glad in it. I just want to sing a song about it, but I won't sing me. Dude, we need to pour right now. How's your weekend, man? Uh, it's good. It was uh, restful. I always, I'm always concerned about pouring over the the little like spill guard in there. For my OCD, always takes it out. Yeah, I don't like doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I just sent it on mine. Well, yeah, it's really doesn't matter because it's going to come back through it again exactly that's why it's way. funny like it doesn't make way. sense in the same way go get a mug joel yeah what are you doing doc <laughs> he's he's working on focus that's hey, yeah fair. that's noble slide me Woo. should i spill it like we did in the first episode season two uh if you want to clean it Yay. You are good, sir. Could you grab us a paper towel? Thank you. Pepe towel. Bye, Chemex. Bye. Good. What'd you do? You just hung out? I, so, actually, 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 what? <laughs> it's a slow I, can't, st- I can't do two things at once. It's apparently. a slow start this morning, guys. <laughs> Actually, we had a we had a funeral on Saturday for my cousins. Right, um, right. Which was actually really nice. Uh, it was a nice service, and I shot video for it, which is cool. I'm gonna jump into that edit this week. Um, so that was Saturday. So I really didn't get to. I mean, that was actual work. On Saturday for a good uh, majority of the day, good half of the day. Um, and it was it was really awesome just to love on family. And we had some family from out of town come up. Uh, and it was really awesome to see them because we don't get to see them very often. So that was good. Uh, but I knew that going into Saturday, that Saturday was going to be like that. Um, and so I played at Berkeley yesterday. But then after that... I was kind of dedicating to just like rest and do nothing. So I actually drove out to Grand Haven yesterday after church. It was a nice sunny drive. It was the clear opposite of the weather that's currently happening. It was beautiful yesterday. It was gorgeous yesterday. Um, and I went to um, Oddside. Uh, I don't know if you've been there. Mm. It's uh, Oddside Ales. It's like a brewery bar over there. But they have a, it's like an artesian coffee bar and so i just like sat and read i finished uh god has a name by john mark yesterday so i'm caught up on my reading now i can jump into the next one Um, (laughs) so it was cool just to like sit in a coffee shop and the sun was coming in and i was i eventually got too hot and i had to move tables (laughs) there were people behind me who were baking a column of like there was like the wall and then window and then floor to ceiling uh wall throughout the whole section of this building and i was i initially i was like i want to sit in the sun so i picked the table right next to the window 
And then I was like sweating like 20 minutes later. <laughs> and there was a couple behind me, which I don't know. There was a couple behind me that came in and they had like a baby, like a, almost like a newborn. And I was like, you guys sit in the, in the shade in my head. That's what I was thinking. And then they left and I was like, I'm taking your spot. <laughs> move over newborn. Yeah. Move over. Um, you guys any room over there for me? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Can I join you guys? I just want to read. Um, that sounds relaxing. So I did that and then prepped for the podcast after I got home. So nice dude. Yeah. Uh, Nate just got back from a sabbatical. Yeah. <laughs> it sabbatical is an interesting word. <laughs> um, it was more of a joke than actual truth. I mean, I'm sure there are some parts that were like, oh, this is, we're away now. But. Yeah. It was a road trip for sure. Um, we took our van we've been building. Um, so I took two weeks off and Monday, Tuesday of the first part of it, I worked on finishing like building the van, the Mm -hmm. bed frame. Uh, we built like a table, um, and just like bare bones to get it comfortable. We put like our, I don't even know what it would be called. Like, it's kind of like a sub roof like a sub uh, ceiling Mm -hmm. where we're going to like actually nail our like planking to it. And then we insulated that, um, finished like the engine cover, just things that basically were like, okay, if we were to use this on Wednesday, which we did, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, what do we we want to prioritize exactly? Mm -hmm. So it's great. Made it happen. Uh, didn't have any other fires. No, no more (laughs) fires. Um, slept about like, four hours yeah. Monday and Tuesday. And really this whole van build is for the dog. Yeah. And it's not for you guys. You should see some pictures of storm. Like while we're, there's a video of us driving down to Asheville. We went to Asheville. Um, but it's like Amanda and I in the front seat. And then you like, she put the phone in the back and storms just laid out as far as she could just cashed <laughs> in the back on our bed. Um, she had a lot of space and had a good time too, but yeah. Um, yeah, so we ended up driving to Asheville area, did some hiking, stayed at a few Airbnbs, um, stayed at some sweet Airbnbs. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool though. Um, it was like pretty fast paced because of like, uh, we got there a little bit later than we wanted to. So we didn't like, I feel like the shipping container one that we were at was really cool, but like we didn't stay there that long. We Mm -hmm. got there at like eight and left at like noon. Mm Mm-hmm. The next day. Sure. Um, it's kind of like one one place to the next. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty um, fast paced, but we did some hiking, um, brought door panels, finished drilling them into the doors while we were at that Airbnb. Mm, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then we spent, yeah, the day hiking. It was pretty cold when we got down there. Stayed with my buddy, Ben DeVries, who moved to Asheville from work, for work, who's from Grand Rapids. Mm. And um, we stayed with him for two nights, um, got a shower, which was nice after like three days. Um, and uh, he showed us around downtown Asheville, and, uh, which was pretty cool. It's kind of similar to Grand Rapids, actually. And mm. it's, it's a very artistic town. Cool. Um, they claim it's Beer City, Asheville, which is hilarious. Because <laughs> um, like Grand Rapids, Beer City. Right. Um, USA we're, or whatever. We're number one. Yeah. So they have like tons of breweries. They have tons of coffee shops. There was this place like it was like the river art district. Um, mm-hmm. and there was like, it was kind of interesting because like the artistic thing down there was like really grungy, like mm-hmm. artistic, like, like it was punk. like steampunk. It was a little <laughs> punk. Yeah. So like we went to this place called summit coffee. Um, it was really cool, but like, it looked like it was in an abandoned warehouse and then mm-hmm. you walked in and it was like kind of cool. Nice. Like the outside. It was like a warehouse park. Yeah. That's sweet. So yeah, it was kind of like steampunky, a little grungy. Um, they're almost rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cool though. It was just interesting. The differences, um, really cool town and, uh, Mm. really beautiful. So we sight, you know, we sight saw there and then we stayed at a farm for two nights, um, outside of Asheville. Um, and like parked, it was basically at the bottom of like a mountain and, um, it's a big river in the, yeah. In the back. Yeah. Super so cool. we, we stayed there for two nights and that was kind of more relaxing. It was more private. Mm. Um, a lot of the hikes we were going to do as well, there was like seasonal road closures. So right. we like had to park by where the road was closed and then like 
couldn't really get to the hikes, so mm-hmm. we just hiked to the roads or like the areas around it. Sure. Kind of just made our own hikes, which was which was fine. Kind of fun. Still yeah, an adventure. It, it was a little bit like, well, what do you want to do? Like the thing that's closed, you just walk up the road. Yeah. I'm like sure. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, Storm had a good time. Amanda and I had a good time. It was definitely tiring as mm-hmm. well because we did a lot of hiking, yeah, a lot of physical driving. exercise. Yeah. Yeah, we drew, It's like a twelve-hour drive, and then and then the van, you know. Um, and then when you get there with the van, like, it's not like when you drive to a hotel and you just like have one suitcase, it's like, right. All right, let's unpack the campfire stuff. Let's unpack the right. food stuff. You're still, like, you're doing all the pieces that you normally, it's like normally have to. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like, we got to get ice for our cooler, go get like right. stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, it's definitely, it was a, a really good maiden voyage, um, right. but Definitely was challenging in a lot of ways. And then, so we then we went to Charlotte, saw Colony House there. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing one of their shirts, yeah. um, which was sick. They're always amazing live and like kind of honestly inspired me um, hmm. again about music. Yeah. I feel like lately I've been a little bit like bleh mm-hmm. and um, just hearing live music again. It's been so long since I've been to a show. I was going to ask you because you were texting Josh and I, but when was the, what was the last concert? Like concert, Dude. concert that you went to. It was like a band, a band, band. Dude, I don't know. Um, it's it, been a while. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's been before like three COVID. years. Yeah, probably before COVID. Yeah. Um, because I saw Josh and I saw John Mayer in Austin last year. Um. Yeah. And Josh is going to a bunch of concerts. Yeah, <laughs> saw it's the like, seventy-five. It's and, kind of interesting wow. because like, I work on so much music but it's at my computer through like studio monitors and Mm -hmm. like a low volume. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is tranquil experience. Um, Yeah. Well, and then you go to like a rock show. Get your face blown off. Yeah. So um, that was a, it's that like visceral. I mean, that's why people like live music. Yeah. It's that visceral. It's in your face. It's in your, you feel the subs. Like, yeah. And like Colony House is one of those bands that like their music is actually better live mm-hmm. than it is like in the recording, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, most times you like go to a show and it's like, oh, the recording was like maybe like more full or something. You, like that. You're like listening to the recording as they're playing a song yeah. and you're like, oh, it's kind of subpar. And then you go to Colony House and you're like, I don't want to ever hear the recording yeah. again. I just want to hear them play I wish this, this was tracked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, which is, yeah, I think what live music was all about. And it's inspiring to like it's play cool. music again and like write. And um, so I restrung my guitars when I got home and like kind of started just like getting my house in order in that way. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's been, um, yeah, I've been like working a lot. And I think um, it just inspired me to play a little bit more and like, mm re and i'm still in the process of this it wasn't just like oh sweet i'm back at that it's like more just like okay like maybe i need to like make sure my guitar i enjoy playing my guitars put new strings on i'm like oh that's what a guitar could sound like when you have new strings like you forget yeah you know yep what new strings do do or feel like you're like maintaining and stuff right um so i did that it was good anyways after the show (laughs) colony house our van broke down yeah which was big thumbs up yeah well big bummer um we were in charlotte luckily we were going like pretty slow um it wasn't the engine it was a suspension piece that fell off Mm -hmm. um and which kind of like felt like we blew a tire and um front right so that's like steering so basically our steering was detached from a front right tire Mm -hmm. um undrivable but we were going slow and i was able to get it over to the shoulder called AAA and got it to a place so we ended up booking an extra night at our airbnb renting a one-way car mm-hmm. from Charlotte to Grand Rapids to get home. And then um, I got to fly back at some point in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. and pick after, up the van yeah. and drive that back after it's repaired. Mm-hmm. So big bummer, especially on the finances. It's yeah. going to be like probably two to three K mm-hmm. for this issue. Mm-hmm. So, um, but like we were talking about uh, happened at the end of your trip. Yeah. After were you guys literally just on your way back after that night? After the show. Yeah. Like five minutes after the show. Yeah, yeah. And like the van made it through like all these mountain roads and like... You were like pushing it. Yeah, it, but it was there was no issues. It was like kind of bizarre because right. it was like these mountain roads like bumpy and stuff and it was fine. 
Um, and then we're driving like on this nice road in Charlotte going 15 and mm-hmm. it happens, which I feel like is like protection from the Lord. Because if we were up on a mountain hill, like mm-hmm. how long does it take AAA to get there? How far is the tow? Right. Where we take it? Like it we were, hours. we were literally a mile from our Airbnb. Yeah. So great. We could have walked in 10 minutes if we needed to the tow driver gave us a ride, but mm-hmm. we weren't two hours into the mountains like we had been right. some of those other days. So yeah. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just kind of getting back home, getting settled in, like unpacking, like since we left so quickly after building the van, our house was full of like building supplies. Like mm-hmm. basically I got home from my uncle's unloaded the van with all this wood and like materials and stuff like that into our living room on like saw horses. And then we loaded in like all of the stuff that Amanda had gotten ready for our trip and, and left and immediately oh my gosh. to go to Indianapolis and yeah. down to Asheville. Yeah. So it was kind of like whirlwind. <laughs> so we got whirlwind. home, like yeah. got everything put away and like, um, Amanda starts her, her job today. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of just That's like right. trying to exhale, mm-hmm. um, back into the swing. Of things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit like, um, you know, that weird, like, tired but ready to work again yeah kind of you're like you're refreshed from being gone away from the normal work would you would you say that the trip was inherently restful could that be a word to describe the trip or not so much um or maybe restful in a certain way yeah i think it was um That's an interesting question. I don't know. Did you read it? Elimination hurry. I forgot it at home. <laughs> so, uh, I didn't read anything and, um, okay. yeah, I don't know. Like it's giving you a hard time. No, I know. I, I don't know if it was restful. I think like there was so much buildup in terms of like rushing to finish mm-hmm. the van mm-hmm. and then like tweaking it while we were gone and like, you know, figuring out how to do that sort of like trip for sure. And having our puppy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like all of having to keep them entertained variables. Yeah. So well, yeah, it was like you said, like it was the main voyage. Like this was the first time to do that. And I feel like anyone would kind of be scrambling a little bit to yeah to tie everything together. I think there was rest. Um, I don't think like, it's not the same experience as like going to the beach and like beach bumming it for four for sure. days, you know, um, Being a but it was adventurous and there was memory. We made a lot of memories. We shot film mm-hmm. photos while we were there. Yeah. Um, still a very memorable trip. Yeah. I think it like, it was good. And I mean, we learned a lot about like, this was kind of like our first big vacation since our honeymoon. Mm. Um, mm-hmm for Amanda and I, and it was a unique trip. So I don't know. There was a lot of like new first experiences and like, I had a great time Mm -hmm. with Amanda. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like there were times that it was definitely restful. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was like camping kind of rest where like you got to work to like rest. Yeah, for sure. It wasn't like luxury, you know? Well, it's also like that. Um, then even through reading God has a name and all of that stuff and, and, kind of continuously unpacking uh the garden story like in genesis like how much um man is kind of tied into like nature like being in the mountains all of that going on hikes as as much as it might be physically draining or work uh i know for me at least like that's super restful to be out in nature especially places that I haven't been before yeah. and to see the grandioseness of like rushing water over a river or mountains or wherever is really powerful, both like being like, wow, but also like spiritually Mm. like powerful. Yeah, definitely. I, and it was gorgeous. You know, Asheville is a beautiful place. The mountains there are stunning. Um, I would rec. Yeah, I think we want to go back when there's more leaves on the trees too, because mm-hmm. it was like a little barren at kind times. Of dead. But yeah. you can see further and stuff like that, so that's kind of like. Trade-offs. What was the draw so, to Asheville in the first place? Well, we were kind of like just figuring out where we wanted to go to begin with, and like we were looking at 
the whole nation. Mm -hmm. And we kind of were like, okay, where can we go that's like significantly warmer than Grand Rapids, but not like 24 hours away? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because that's like either a day of driving straight. Right. Or three days of driving to get down there. Mm -hmm. And so we figured out Asheville is like 10 and a half or 11 hours or something. So that's a sweet spot. Yeah. So we're like, we could do that. And it's like, what are the, excuse me, what are the temperatures? It's like 65. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, perfect. Like, nice. It's not 80s, but right. 65 feels like 80 right now because we're taking, you know, yeah. in, in Michigan. Yep. So we decided, I think it was just like a combination of those things. We also, um, kind of had it on our radar because for a while, like we were kind of thinking about like if we had to live in another city, what city would we like mm. potentially think about? Mm-hmm. Um, and Asheville kind of like came up as an artistic city that has opportunity, but a lot of nature and mountains and hiking and yeah. things that like were a draw, but aren't like living in like Denver or, you know, right. <laughs> or, like, yeah. I don't yeah. know, like a bigger city, Dallas so. or something, something that's yeah. super big, like a smaller city. I think it's a little smaller than Grand Rapids, maybe mm. Um, mm. not by much. Um, it's very walkable too. So mm, mm-hmm. kind of tight, that's but great. yeah, I don't know. That's, I think that's why we went and then that's we were cool. just like, why not? Yeah. Let's just do it. So that's sweet. Um, yeah. But getting back, it's definitely like a little like shell shocked, I feel like, mm-hmm. and still kind of transitioning from that. Um, yeah. And, uh, like I said, Amanda starting her new job We're we're also kind of trying to start to get like our, um, a little bit of a routine going mm-hmm. because we've been so routineless mm-hmm. the last season. Well, with Amanda's like work schedule and school, all of that, yeah, it's like it's hard to <laughs> make a re- the you bow to whatever those priorities are because you have to, and yeah. there's seasons of that. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, but I was just like thinking, like I used to be, I would get up early and like write every day and like have that, and then. It was very like boom, boom, boom. And mm. like, um, I've kind of strayed from that, like, and I've needed to flex. Um, but I think it's now just like, okay, so now as a couple and as individuals, like, what do we need in mm. our routine? What do we want to build into every day? Mm-hmm. What disciplines have we been missing out on and neglecting? I think we've been neglecting our, um, yeah, like our, emotional health and spiritual health probably in the last season Mm. if i'm being candid um just due to busyness and like Mm -hmm. getting started um for sure so trying to like write that course and like think of this like i keep using the word season but i i'm kind of seeing this as like season two for our marriage Mm -hmm. um as Amanda's finished, like she's been in school almost the whole time we've been married it's like she's done starting a new job significant Um, change that opens up some opportunities for me to be thinking about and Mm -hmm. um right yeah just kind of trying to figure out what that looks like Mm -hmm. with art with music with yeah film whatever that is while you were gone i joined planet fitness hey (laughs) so speaking of routine and discipline it's just been one of those things that it's like yeah i know how to Work out, I know how to use the machines, but I've been neglecting my physical health. Yeah. Due to laziness, due to whatever. And I also like hadn't been sleeping super well where I yeah. would like just sleep. Like it's never been something that I've had to think about or even like worry about. But you get a few nights in it that like I don't have insomnia or like anything crazy, but there's just like when you have multiple nights in a row where it's like you wake up like two times or three times or whatever. And it's like, Oh, I, uh, I, I'm not sleeping as well as I used to. And I was like, well, it's probably because I'm not exercising and I'm just sitting at my computer editing all the time. So what can I do to change that? Yeah, exactly. And I coming off of like out of the season of school where I was like going to the gym somewhat, like routinely. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm not, not out to hit like crazy PRs or like get swole or anything like that. It's like, I just want to maintain physical health. It's like Amanda said, like in her episode, like you either pay for your health now or you pay for it later. And I also sleep better. It's like, even if I just go to the gym 
even if it's like raining or I have time in between meetings or I get done with my last meeting just to go like run for 20 minutes. Just get a quick soda. Like, yeah, it's been, it's been really nice. And Good. I've also been going with another buddy. So having that accountability, not to like the nth degree, but just having someone else to be like, to hey, go with. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh, I, we can do this together. And yeah, and it's kind of nice. So planet, Good. planet fitness isn't really anything to rage about necessarily, but, as far as the gym goes, it's not like the Y or MVP. Do you guys see that guy at Planet Fitness who's setting off the grunt alarm? It's cold. <laughs> the lunk alarm. <laughs> lunk, is that what it's called? Yeah. That's amazing. I'm, I would love to see that go off at some point. There's YouTube videos of people yeah. like setting it off on purpose. but That's funny. Judgment-free zone. Yeah. We're not sponsored by Planet Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that... Um, I've told you this before and I actually got this analogy from Mike Maines, um, to give credit where credit's due. Shout out to Mike. Um, but he was saying that like, um, he used the metaphor that like, it feels like it's a loosely tight shoe, like loosely tied shoe and mm-hmm. it just needs to be cinched tight, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel that over a lot of things in my life right now, mm-hmm. um, where it's like things that I've been letting have some slack and maybe rightly so or needing to be so Mm -hmm. and are ready to be kind of cinched tight again. Sure. And maybe that means cutting off a piece of slack, Mm -hmm. something that's unneeded and, you know, Mm -hmm. so in order to, to tie things tight or, or what that means, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just work, continuing to work through that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of been my spiritual cry. It feels a little bit like, Mm. um, yeah, I've I felt a little uninspired and dry spiritually lately, <clears throat> just in my own personal walk. Um, one thing that's been helpful has been this podcast for me. Just ta- just hearing from Same. hearing from you, hearing from our guests, yeah. um, people it's, like Adam and Josh and yeah. everybody else who've you know just opened up a little bit, and it's really encouraging yeah. personally to like walk away from that. That's what I've had a few conversations with people who have asked about the podcast or. Um, even just friends that know that we do the podcast or whatever. And it's, that's absolutely like we've talked about before. Like that's our spirit is to, uh, if it takes going first in that vulnerability, uh, because then that fosters that like, Hey, like you're struggling with that too. Or yeah. what it's like, it's that weird, weird's an interesting word to use, but it's, that, it's all you feel like weirdly comforted and like encouraged even if you're like going through the trenches of something, if someone else comes along and is like, Oh, here's the trench that like I'm walking through, whether it be the same thing or not. It's like, it's just, it is encouraging. I even, even going back through and like cutting the episodes and editing them is like really nice. Uh, Like Josh's that went live today is like, I was gleaming little bits and pieces of that just completely go over my head because I'm in the conversation thinking about something else. Yeah. But to like, it's like, it's almost like reading scripture or reading a book the second time to re-listen or watch a movie the second time and you catch things that you don't, but it's been really encouraging to me too. Uh, and like we didn't have, it's I hope it's clear that you guys can see that we don't have an agenda for this (laughs) episode. Um, however, our heart is not to, just put on a show uh, and our heart is to stay consistent. Um, And I think that is, I mean, we've talked about that before on the show being consistent spiritually for sure. um, But even correlating into some of the things I think that we're talking about, talking about going to the gym, whatever that is spiritual, like being consistent in that, like today it's like, it's so weary and dull outside And I feel unmotivated just by looking out the window and it's like, however, we can still be consistent in what we're doing. Yeah. Even if it might seem like we're doing something poorly to, you know, still pound the pavement and Mm -hmm. still swing the hammer at like what's in front of us doing the show, even when we don't know if this is going to be a stellar episode, quote unquote. Yeah, guys, this episode sucks. Uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, but 
showing up and doing the work and trying to be consistent through that, through the seasons, through the changes, trying to, I don't know, to take it into a spiritual analogy, like to still abide and to still, you know, move forward. I think it's important. Yeah. And I think like the season of reflection for me too, like where I'm trying to create some space for reflection and um, I'm not somebody who really looks backwards a lot. I tend to just think about the next thing and mm-hmm. what I could be doing better about the future or like planning and getting ahead. Um, but sometimes like, and that's great for execution. That's great for, um, ideation. That's great for, uh, business but it's bad for like mental health Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's bad for we uh spiritual health we went uh i wonder if you'll remember him uh because we had a meeting a couple weeks ago at uh, a coffee shop and we talked about our top five strengths yeah and i think one of your strongest ones that from you saying that i'm reminded of is i think it's command (laughs) has a lot of that which like you're saying there's always the pros and cons. It's just like the Enneagram or anything yeah. else. Like there's always pros and cons of the strengths that we do have. If yeah. they become <clears throat> to the point where they have their negative, like inverse effects of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, that's, that's exactly it. I mean, even just yesterday and um, I'm an open book, but Amanda and I were talking and I was uh, unobservant and, um, out to lunch oblivious as I can be (laughs) out to lunch. That's a good way to put it. Uh, and just talking through like our motivations and kind of being honest with one another. And I told her, I was like, I realized that my confidence and sureness in my own decisions and myself can sometimes alienate her from my life Mm. because like as somebody who's my like co-pilot and like my partner, like there's not room for codependence. Mm. If I'm so sure of myself all the time and I just make decisions and they're mm. not hard for me to make because it's clear what the right path is. Right. When am I asking her for her advice? Mm. When am I seeking like her input mm. and like making space for that? And I was just kind of like repenting of that. I was like, Hey, I'm sorry that mm. I've made you feel that way. And she didn't even, she didn't even say that she was feeling that way. I just like felt, I felt bad mm. about it because I realized like, mm-hmm the effects that, um, that could have. And Amanda is like super smart and super, um, she's actually very opinionated, but she's very gentle in a lot of ways. And so like, if there's not space for that, then a lot of times, like it's hard for her to express those things or she doesn't know how to voice them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, that's, that's something that I've realized that, you know, is definitely a strength of mine. The fact that I can find a clear path forward when it seems complicated or like strategize the best thing, the best next thing to do, but mm. can be a negative when you're trying to like do life with somebody yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, it's not all about efficiency and it's not all about strategy. It's mm-hmm. about abiding and it's about yeah. relationship. You know, that's, that's been like a huge thing that I'm, I am currently walking through or I guess about to start walking through, uh, I am going to, it's kind of funny. I, I serve, I serve quite a bit at Berkeley on the worship side and the tech side of things. Um, and there's been a, a transition in leadership at Berkeley on the worship and stuff like that. And, um, been working closely with Logan through all of that. And I'm like, dude, like I'm here to help you. I'm like, whatever you need. And I love it. I love playing worship. I love running front of house. I love switching. Like I love filling that because that, that's where my gifts are and that's where my skill set is. So to be able to use that on a Sunday is really awesome. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of funny. I got benched <laughs> uh, in like not in a facetious way or like in a mean way at all. Logan is really awesome at calling out and caring for people even when they might not realize that they need it. And so he was like, dude, like, I, I just want you to like block off like three weeks in a row in March on Sunday and like, don't do anything. I was like, okay. Like initially it sounded great uh, because I was like, oh, I can, that sounds really awesome to be, to attend, to attend and just receive. 
Um, but then the more that I thought about it, the more I'm like, that's almost like really uncomfortable for me because Mm -hmm. I don't, I very rarely do I have, have I had a Sunday like that where I'm not like doing something and to just, it's almost like, it's almost like in, you've been busy and you've been kind of exactly. like hiding from your own. Well, there's a couple things there's like, and this is, uh, you know, in all ministry, <clears throat> doing things for God does not equate to your spiritual health being in the green zone or like being good. Like just because you do a bunch of things doesn't mean that you are even like super close to the father. Like not that that's not a, mm-hmm. You know, that's not everyone that does a lot. There's They're not mutually exclusive. Exactly. Um, but that does exist. And even just like processing through that right now, through this. Um, but yeah, just being like, it's like I was saying, it's almost like when we get quiet before God and we're so used to not being quiet and it's so uncomfortable and then thoughts come and you're like, I don't want to think about that or like mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, no, but that is the hard work that like needs to be done, like in our souls, in our faith and our walk with Christ. Like, and it's not about becoming a better Christian, uh, but it's God might be wanting to say something to you, speak something into you that you aren't able to hear because you, you don't want to be uncomfortable and get quiet um, or you're just, you know, too busy and covering up all of that. So that's, again, I, I want to be clear that Logan didn't, there's nothing bad that happened. That's like, you need to take some time off of worship team. Uh, it was just like, and that was honestly like a prayer of like, I was on every Sunday for a couple months, I think doing something. And again, I love it. I love doing that. And it wasn't even like, oh, this is a lot. Like, I feel like I'm about to get burned out or something. It was just like, Lord, like if this is too much, I think I kind of, I, I did start to like pray those, that prayer of like, God, like if you want something to change here, you need to do that. And it was like shortly after starting to pray those prayers that Logan took that initiative. And it was almost like no question. It was like, Hey dude, like this is something I was thinking about, but I want to care for you, you know? Uh, and I want to, uh, make sure that, <laughs> we as a ministry are caring for you, which I greatly appreciated. I was like, sure. And also to take a step back and be like this, these things function and still go on without me. I'm not that important, you know, Uh, even though you can get into a position where it's like, I know how to do this, 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 and this, and this, and everything rests on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Like, you know, but that's not the case. Like, yeah. Definitely. And I was actually going to say something along that lines of like, we, when you're serving and you should be serving and using your gifts for God, you begin to place like your relationship and, and, um, I guess you, you feel like you can only experience God through serving with your gifts Mm -hmm. or like that you're wasting your time if you're not doing something mm-hmm. the, and, and maybe you do, and maybe you need to hear the opposite today. I don't know mm-hmm. whoever's listening, right? For maybe sure. you have gifts and you should be using them. Right. Yeah. But a lot of times when you are serving every Sunday, you know, mm-hmm. it's like that becomes your church experience. And then when you aren't, you're like, I don't know what, I don't know how to experience God anymore. I don't know yeah. how to approach him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to approach him as a citizen. Mm-hmm. Like that's, and that's like, like as a citizen of, of his kingdom, mm-hmm. as well as a worker in his kingdom. Um, it's like, it's, and this isn't a perfect analogy, but it's like when you have a work relationship with somebody, like, and then you see them outside of work and you're like, I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> yeah. You just end up talking shop for an yeah, hour. You yeah. know, it's like, like, I think mm-hmm. um, we tend to compartmentalize God and, uh, I'm speaking from experience here. That's what humans are good at. Is yeah. Putting things in buckets. Yeah. And like, Oh, I do this and this is how I experience God. And again, serving, serving is definitely not something that I'm trying to discourage people from. Um, but regular breaks from serving is, is definitely mm-hmm. in line with Sabbath in line with, you know, it's, it's that same thing. Like you're yep. putting a trust in God to be God. Right. For his church to continue to move on mm-hmm. and to realize I'm not that important, you know, I'm invited I'm not, into this. Yes, I'm not that important, and God does not value me based on 
everything that I do mm-hmm. for him. I'm not his employee. It becomes a gift again, right? right. It becomes like, Lord, I want to, I want to give this to mm-hmm. you because I can, right? Not because I need to, because the church will stop moving. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. you know, I think that's a great posture. So I'm, I'm going to be learning that this next month because <laughs> I, I played yesterday, but now I have three weeks, three Sundays in a row where I don't have to do anything. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous. Uh, but really the the discipline like sanctification side of me that loves all of that is excited for what's going to come out like on the other side and and getting just getting uncomfortable you know well that actually shows spiritual maturity i think because um you're looking forward to the lord shaping you through your own discomfort which mm-hmm. is like a hard thing to kind of get you yeah. know, I know you're not excited for the discomfort, but for sure. but you recognize that the Lord's work is bigger than your discomfort. And I think it's like, yeah, absolutely. I think to further that, it's like uh, the the purification process that's like talked about in scripture of like gold or something, like being put into a furnace where like it's kind of funny that this furnace is literally like being stripped back. And then it's mm. not like adding more. It's actually taking less, taking things off of my plate. Yeah. That is putting me in the crucible. Sometimes that's harder. Right. Exactly. For, me, for sure. It, I think for both of us, <laughs> like we're both that like achiever. Yeah. Let's, you know, focus on efficiency. Let's figure out how to make everything be better and streamlined Take and advantage faster. Of opportunities. And, exactly. And, yeah. And to go the opposite way, but feel just as uncomfortable, if not more uncomfortable as opposed to you know adding more things or trying to do that it's like this is almost and it is harder (laughs) yeah than going the other direction uh trying to quiet my soul quiet my spirit and just receive from the father and work towards chipping away at that idea of i am my work i am valued because of this output that i have or this gift or talent or skill set that's not what the father says. Uh, but having that go from head to heart is a process. I think. And uncomfy. Yeah. I think another thought with that is like, if your identity is rooted in God through like the secret place and like your act, your personal relationship with God, and then going to church is more of an outward, like mm-hmm. communal experience. Um, then that doesn't feel as shaky. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like where your foundation is like nothing's sure. changing in your like, and I'm speaking to myself again, trying to restart my spiritual habits. Mm-hmm. Um, you're so much more secure in yourself. Yeah. When you, when you're like, yeah, the next day I'm going to get up and I'm going to spend time with like the mm-hmm. Lord and I'm going to renew my mind and I'm going to, you know, focus on these truths. Right. And I know that that's like my values found in my like relationship with God and in, in that way. Yeah. Everything else is just a bonus, you know? And mm-hmm. then when you're like going to church, it's just like a little more open-handed. And I think that I tend to, if I'm not in the secret place and I'm only serving and I'm only like being busy in that way, then when that's stripped away, you're like, oh no, like what am I going to do with mm-hmm. the Lord? Like mm-hmm. what, like where's my relationship with him? And like, I don't know what your, like your, your prayer life has been like, but mm-hmm. like, I think that's what my thought is, is like, I've had experiences similar where like, okay, how am I going to experience God now? Like, and then I realized like, oh, like it should be rooted in my one-on-one relationship with him. It starts back here. yeah, Yeah. And then everything else just builds. And, um, the church obviously like plays into like how you relate to God and like learning and growing as, as a believer, but it's not like the church is, isn't, isn't even like God, right? Like right. the church is a way to, well, the Christian life isn't for Sunday. It's for right Monday through Saturday. But yeah, it's honestly like, I think where my fear kind of comes from is honestly through, I think other people looking at me and being like, why isn't he, why isn't he up there? Like what's going on? Like, is he not good enough? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I think, I think that, because my, my quiet time has been decent. I, I mean, I say that with the business mindset of like, could always be better. <laughs> um, but like, 
I have been spending even yesterday, like Sunday, like I was reading and just got time to like journal at a coffee shop that I've like never been to. And it was, I like <laughs> praise the Lord for noise cancellation because I like yeah. put my AirPods in and turn on noise cancellation. And then I put a pad in the background and just listen the world to it. disappears. I listened to an E flat pad for like an hour and just like journaled on like a super low volume. Um, but like that was like super good. And I honestly feel rested from that yesterday. I wish I had more time. I wish it wasn't just a half a day. I wish it was the full day. I was able to do that and something else that was, you know, restful. But I think, yeah, coming back, it's like, I'm looking at, you know, wrestling through that fear of man more of interesting than fear of God of like my, again, I think it comes back to value and identity again, just being vulnerable of like working through that of is my identity in the things that I'm doing at Berkeley is my identity in the, the videos that I produce and the content and my work, right. That culture the lead lines so that much you're playing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and tone, my tone, tone and yeah. my pedals and all yeah. of that. And it's like, or how good the mix sounds or getting, receiving compliments. Right. On how yeah. stuff sounds too. And that bleeds into it, but wrestling through that more so than just like, the truths of I'm loved before all of that, yeah. you know? So that's yeah. good. That's good. It's, it's going to be the journey it's, and it's continual. And yeah. it's not like I'm going to figure it out in these three weeks and then I'm on to the next Obviously thing. Obviously like, guys will report back <laughs> in yeah. our three step takeaway from this experience. <laughs> Check that's, the show notes for the bullet points on how to. <laughs> that's amazing. No, I, I hear you, man. I'm like, I'm excited to see what comes of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be sure to share. Um, yeah. We have big plans for the podcast, but it sounds like we're both hitting the pavement on spiritual disciplines. Trying to. getting Yeah, of <laughs> course. And getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. But also, I love that, like, I think both, and not to hype ourselves up, but it's it sounds like, you know, that is the Holy Spirit doing its job of conviction mm-hmm. and being like putting the Lord, putting his finger on something and being like, that's not how I want that to be for you. Yeah. And let's work on changing. That. I think that's exactly what it is. It's, it's conviction of neglect, right? Like that, that's the word I used for real in realization of like, mm. um, neglect, not in like a way that I didn't want to do it is just like I haven't maintained it you know mm-hmm. it's like yeah for sure yeah that sense of like continuing to constantly I haven't changed the strings on my guitar yeah you know? for sure that, where it's like for sure I've been using my guitar like the gym shoes have been in the closet <laughs> for a couple months or whatever. yeah so yeah. I think it's just like back to back to those basics back to the the disciplines and mm-hmm. um, feeling again, things will be like changing and like growing and figuring out how to do life. Like there's no real blueprint right like, for like, I think what um we're trying to like do in general. Uh, I feel that way for sure about mm-hmm. like my life as a whole. And obviously work is a part of that for me, but um, even in just thinking about um, personal life and like, work combined because like for I guess for me like my work is pretty tied to like my personal life because of what it is it's I, it's not a nine to five that I just well, clock like years in, in and your come, basement yeah I <laughs> it's all around me you know yeah. and so like just trying to really navigate what excites me what's right for me what's right for Amanda what's right for our future mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's been good yeah. but it's tough for sure I'm definitely feeling the weight of it yeah so well Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. It's mm-hmm. like that idea, which I've said before, and it doesn't come from me. It comes from either John Mark or some someone else. But the devil enemy can't make you sin. He'll just make you busy, you know, and equating that to just as bad, if not worse, because then you can... I almost feel like in a way that that's worse because it prolongs you don't have time to like repent or exactly. like do relation, have relationships. Well, and I feel like it creates such a gap that can go on for so long until you realize that you thought you were here and you're like way over yeah. here, you know? Well, like, you know, screw tape letters, like the road to hell, like 
being soft underfoot and like mm-hmm. gradual, like yeah. not steep drop off. Yes. It's just like easy. Mm-hmm. It's an easy decline right. into hell instead of like something that we notice because if you notice, then you'll do something about it. Yeah. And I think that's like the same idea where like we get so comfortable, so busy that you go so long without talking to God. You go so long without, you know, like um, centering your heart and your mind. Yeah. And then when bad things happen, you realize, oh, I'm not even on the foundation I thought it was. Right, or right. Um, you don't know where to start or you're embarrassed and you're too deep. And then there's shame and there's like mm-hmm. all of these things that prevent you from actual relationship and repentance. And- I think there's also like something to be said as well about just having self, being self-analytical. And again, like in, that's in step with the Holy Spirit convicting you, right? But having a spirit of, uh, looking back and going even back through your own story or testimony or just your life in general. Um, but being able to be critical, not in, not to the degree where it becomes unhealthy, which is what I struggle with, um, or like being super hard on yourself, but being analytical enough, uh, and taking 30 minutes, 15 minutes to just pause and be like, what was this day like? What was this week like? What was this month like? You know, where am I? You know, where, what's going on? You know? Reflecting. I think that's, I think that's something that not, that doesn't come naturally to everyone. Uh, Well, there's not time. Like, like you were saying, I feel like a lot of that just has to do with like schedule Mm -hmm. and like you, you know, like a lot of us, everybody's working hard. I feel like, like most people, have a job that's demanding and Mm -hmm. then they have a home life that's they want to do it all they want to you know you got to go out after you come home and right or you got to get in workout or you got to maintain your house or you got to right if kids or you or you there's always one more thing to do yeah yeah Yeah, it's and it's it's really tough to carve out that time right to reflect and to to rest and to yeah think about (laughs) the past and that's that's i like what you said with that analogy to hell like that's comfy. So if, you know, if you haven't been uncomfortable in a while, maybe that's, you know, a sign to just start thinking about. It's like denial in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like avoidance Mm -hmm. of a way to avoid is just to be a busybody. Avoidance of the path of Jesus of the. Well, and of like things, you know, are wrong in your life. You just don't want Mm -hmm. to face. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like deep down, a lot of us know where our weaknesses are, mm-hmm. but we want to lie to ourselves and lie to others and put on this image that we have it all together. Put the mask on. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what, um, that's good. Yeah. Amanda and I went to, uh, ate a Bible yesterday mm-hmm. and their service was on honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, not only to like the body, to like other Christians, but to God and like how we try to put on these false images that we have it all together. Whereas like conversations about our struggles should be more like candid and more normal yeah. than they are. Like everyone just wants to talk about like mm-hmm. how good their life is or what's going well. And of course negativity can be a thing too, but um, vulnerability and honesty, right? Like that, not only looking in the mirror and saying like, where are my, mm-hmm. where can I be improving? Where am I at right now? Um, yeah. Which can be discouraging. Cause like we have these expectations for ourselves to be a superhero. Yeah. You know, everybody views himself as the hero of the story mm-hmm. and like those things like taking a step back and sabbathing and like right. writing our minds help us to realize that we're not the hero mm-hmm. of the story at all. Yeah. Yeah. We're just a piece of this thing. And right. like we are as so important freeing. as we think we are. Yeah, yeah, it's so freeing because you're not the protagonist. Mm-hmm. You're just a supporting character in it, you know. Yeah. And um, that's a tough thing to swallow because we are prideful. That's <laughs> we want to lie. A, that's a humble position. That's... It's tough getting low and being like this, this can excel more than me. Like I can put this ahead of myself yeah. for the goodwill of that person, God's kingdom, like whatever. Well, you even look at Jesus and like, he literally is the protagonist, but he doesn't assume himself to be, which is like the humility. And there's times where he's right. of course claiming to be God and like rightly so mm-hmm. and getting the glory he deserves. And, um, but you look at like how he interacts with people and mm-hmm. he always makes them feel more important than himself. Right. Yeah. When was Jesus trying to make himself feel more important than the person he was yeah. talking to? Yeah, like, yeah. 
metaphorically putting that person on his shoulders. Even even when he's directly asked, like yeah. by uh uh who was it? Was it um Pilot who mm-hmm. who's like, Are you who oh, are you claiming to be? Yeah, he's for like sure. he's like, um if uh, yeah if that's who people say that yes. I am or yeah. something like that, you yeah. know, like it's like really that's would we be in that position? Like, right. Yeah, I am yes. and you should release me. Right. I am like the best, right? But yeah. like the one who's gone before us and um, goes before us has modeled like the mindset of, of love and, you know, thinking of like love is patient. It's kind. It's never self-serving. It's, mm-hmm. it's slow to anger. Like those, I think all of that narrative like just piles into this conversation because yeah. like, I don't know. I think of that and it's like so opposite of G- of Jesus to be like, he, he you know, and it also claims no, no man can come to the father, but by me yeah. and rightly so there's times like that. He is honest. Right. He's not like lying about for sure. Is in for his sure. Position. Yeah. Um, but he models humility and love and in a way that's we, well, one we're incapable of fully, but yeah. like we are capable of to a degree because we have the spirit of God living in us, which is the same spirit who raised him from the dead. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I think that's we, really good. I don't know. That's where my brain goes to. There's a, I'm almost, out of coffee are you done oh yeah oh yeah yep um done there's a this these will just be like a bunch of little like closing seeds that you were making me think of but in god has a name talking about uh how much do we normalize our sin and not realize how much that that actually grieves Mm. the father Mm. um for one um that's something that I'm working through right now. That's kind of like on the forefront of my mind of like, how, how have I normalized that sin in my life? Um, there was another thought that I had. It's, but it's, it's tough gone. to, it's tough to normalize, not normalize your sin and give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, that that's a challenging thought too, uh, even just with culture and how how culture is and, and the things that we see every day. Uh I'm just like I'll see something and be like, What? It's easy Why? to Yeah, it's, well it's easy to judge it, right? And yeah. it's like and there's a difference between like discerning right and wrong and judging and having a judgmental mentality because right. like we're not like even Jesus didn't come to the world to condemn the world, he came to save it. Yeah. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say is another thing along that line is it's it's more complicated and this is just a wrap-up thought but and god has a name talking about how we look at jesus as just being loving and all-encompassing and like soft and cute universal and not like angry and coming with judgment Mm -hmm. um and there's a super good line that and either john marker came from someone that he studied is there's a very fine line between tolerance and apathy yeah. when looking at sin. Uh, because how many times do we like, because it gets to the point of like just giving grace and mercy and not being salt. I think uh, kind of coming at that where it's like, you're forgiven. Like, like, yes. However, comma, mm-hmm. right. Like again, like are we normalizing that sin by just, giving a green pass to that or are we working to combat that sin and ask the questions and dig a little bit deeper as to how this person got like whatever like all in the name of love and in the name of sharpening right and not being judgmental um because i think there's a difference there um but those are just all thoughts in god has a name that kind of surfaced as you were talking like definitely the difference between tolerant uh, and being tolerant, uh, and being apathetic towards, like, I think about coming back to like an example of just like a father and a son, Mm -hmm. like John Mark talks about this in his relationship with his kids at the end of the book of like, he, he wants them. Like he, he doesn't, he, he used this line of like, God doesn't wink at sin. Like he doesn't just like, Oh, like sweep it under the rug. Like Mm. you're forgiven. Like in my son's like all of that, where like he's looking at his kids and it's like, if his kids mess up, like, yes, there's grace and there's love there, but he's also, it's, uh, it's Hebrews. It's like, um, do you think that, you know, 
you won't be disciplined as one of God's kids. Like you should expect to be because a good father would discipline their, their kids because the father doesn't want their kids to continue in that. He Like God wants to eradicate sin and that can't exist. And he talks about like no sin will go unpunished. Right. Like the righteous will not go mm-hmm. un or the, the unrighteous. Unrighteous will not go unpunished. Which is like it's this is yeah, a massive juxtaposition and longer conversation. But mm-hmm. all of these things are really encouraging to me just facing the week, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um and hopefully you guys feel the same way. Of course, like this one was a little less structured and um the spirit brought us to where we are. If you're here, we greatly appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. Um, and we we really are kind of doing this with you guys. And we're, again, like in the trenches and trying to show up and, and be open-hearted and open-minded towards what the Lord is doing. Um, I love this because I feel like I was a little nervous going into this because uh, I was like, what are we going to talk? Like, I literally have nothing mm-hmm. to talk about. But I love that because this is the epitome of this show. It's, it's, this like, is like a stereotypical, like we're just going to get coffee and yeah, talk. Exactly. Yeah, and there's no agenda. And this is what the show is based around. So, yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys for making it this far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're really stoked for the, the future of this thing, mm-hmm. um, to do it with you guys and for your support. Yeah. Uh, Thank you to Josh at Local Legend mm-hmm. Recording for letting us record here. Big thanks to Steven at Quickwater Coffee Roasters, as always. We're drinking Tanzania today. Um, I was talking to Steven about this because I have loved this. So I learned. So if you are done with this episode and you don't want any coffee nerd stuff, you can click away. But um, <laughs> I was talking to Steven and I recently learned from reading a book, a coffee table book on like the origins of coffee at Quickwater that um, like what pea berry is. So normally coffee is a fruit and the beans inside of it, um, usually there's two and there's, if you look at coffee beans, there's like a rounded side and then there's a flat side and they grow flat side to flat side and then it's round on the outside of the fruit. Well, pea berry is completely round so instead of there being two beans inside of the fruit it's just one and it's completely round however that translates to uh more sweetness in in the cup than a standard coffee bean and this is uh, a pea berry from tanzania like i said so it was just cool and i was talking to steven he was like yeah like the more that i've tasted and and tried stuff the more i found that i really do like uh pea berry coffee because of that natural sweetness it's balanced like it's really nice um super good and the the coffee is um even all the way through the cup like i feel like a lot of times when there's a light roast that traditionally like i didn't like or light roast because it changed so much like my the first half of the cup was great and then the bottom was like acidic yeah not good this stuff is so even it's so nice and i think part of that is due to air roasting too which is cool i got to go in and just shoot a bunch of b-roll of steven air roasting and i actually got to watch the process so that's awesome uh i might cut together a little thing and put that out so you so you guys can see it um but it's cool it's it's really interesting uh to see that process happen and to see the amazing beans go in green and then come out like beautiful chocolatey golden brown thank you steven and quick water coffee Mm. uh shout out Colony House, Cannonballers album. That's my pick for record time. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's sweet. Uh, Better Live, as we were talking about. Right, right. Uh, the bands. What's their, is it Live in Dallas uh, uh, yeah. album? Yeah. It's super good. Yeah, that's from their uh, Looking for Some Light yes. tour, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is like kind of a different flavor, mm-hmm. um, but uh, still the same band. And like if you spend some more time with it. I found that like with honestly both of their albums, I was like a little bit like not impressed the first time I listened to it because it was different than like mm-hmm. the album before. Sure. Um, changing sound as a yeah, band. They're does. just exploring and like having right. fun. And then like, as I sat with them, the more I appreciated it. Right. Right. I, I also have a record, um, random access memories by Daft Punk. Uh, it's their latest album and the last album that they produced. 
for those of you that don't know, Daft Punk is like my all-time favorite band, duo, artist, whatever. Um, and they just released, my sister actually sent it to me. She got an email. I think she's on like a new music from like Pitchfork or something, but uh, she sent it to me and I instantly pre-ordered it. It is a 10th because Random Access Memories came out in 2013. They're doing a uh, 10 year anniversary edition with nine new uh, unreleased tracks and like studio outtakes and demos. Um, It's like a deluxe. And it's, it's a deluxe and it's, I ordered it on vinyl. So it's three discs. Uh, So I'm, pumped it doesn't ship until may was it 80 dollars? <laughs> it was 50 bucks yeah. actually uh, that's pretty good it was it, i was very surprised i saw it going for other places at like 80 90 dollars yeah. so it's it's i'm very excited for that that's um, sweet so go listen to random access memories i was listening to that yesterday uh there's some great stuff on there and uh one of i think it's thomas uh one of the members of daft punk they're like he is releasing a bunch of like classical symphonic music Mm. like they're like kind of geniuses um Mm. when it comes to music in general but he has some classical symphonic stuff that i've been listening to uh, and he's continuing to release that so colony house daft punk we'll add them to the playlist Mm -hmm. um 2023 or season two record time playlist uig on spotify yeah in the show notes um Feel free if you made it this far. You've weathered the storm with us to literally. It's raining outside. Yeah, it's <laughs> we can hear it. Hey, oh. <laughs> Sub Josh. What up, <laughs> Josh at local legend, everybody. Hey. <laughs> um, feel free to to drop us a follow and and a a like wherever you're consuming this mm-hmm. podcast. It helps us a lot. Helps new people find us. Um, and if you enjoyed the show, uh, leave us a, a five star rating. That really helps us. Yes, grow. We're still strategizing, trying to figure out a sustainable way to grow the grow the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, we prefer it to be organic. So if you guys yeah. really like it, then um, feel free it. to share it with some friends and share it. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, we are on YouTube and on Spotify. Turn on your little video player so you can actually see us if you want to see our faces. <laughs> you or know, if you to, prefer to just but, listen, yeah, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for um, for everything so far. We're stoked for the next couple of podcasts. We're going to have big plans, some big plans, and some awesome guests. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. See ya. <laughs>